From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Monday the 20th of March 2023. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through the possibility of former President Trump being arrested. This isn't the only thing happening in the world though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, we go through the controversy engulfing Netflix. But first, are we about to see Trump behind bars? Over the weekend, former US President Donald Trump posted he expected to be arrested on Tuesday this week, as speculation mounted that prosecutors in New York would bring charges against him. So why is Trump in hot water? The indictment and rumoured arrest relate to a long-running case brought by Manhattan's district attorney Alvin Bragg over hush money payments to the adult film star Stormy Daniels. Back in 2018, it was revealed that, in the run-up to the 2016 presidential race, Daniels had been paid $130,000 in order to prevent her from going public, about an alleged encounter in 2006, way before his political career began, but during his marriage to Melania Trump. Now, Trump denies that the encounter ever took place, but has admitted paying the hush money to Daniels as part of an NDA. The hush money payment in and of itself is not the problem for Trump here. It's the way the payment was made and the fact it wasn't reported at the time, something that could have been required under election campaign finance rules. According to reports, Trump didn't personally pay Daniels the money, but rather it was his then personal attorney, Michael Cohen, who did so. Cohen, testifying before a judge in US District Court, said he made the payments on Trump's orders. According to prosecutors, the Trump organization then reimbursed Cohen for his payment to Daniels, classifying the payment as a legal expense. This classification of the hush money would, if true, amount to the state crime of falsifying business records, something that in corporate America is merely a misdemeanor. Falsifying business records becomes a felony, however, and punishable by prison time if it's done as part of a cover-up or wider criminal wrongdoing. That, in this instance, being a campaign finance rule violation. If, as is widely reported and understood, Cohen paid Daniels with the purpose of keeping her quiet during the election, i.e. with the purpose of influencing the natural course of the election, Cohen's payment would amount to an excessive campaign contribution, with both that contribution and the hush money payment needed to be reported to the FEC, the Federal Election Commission. In his post on social media, Trump called on his supporters to protest and take our nation back, which, given the events of January the 6th, 2021, has raised concerns about what could happen. It goes without saying that this is big. If he's arrested and charged, Trump would be the first US president to face criminal charges. He currently lives in Florida, so if indicted, he would be required to travel to New York and surrender himself, something his lawyers said he would do, where he would then have his fingerprints and mugshot taken ahead of an arraignment in court. Okay, so that's our main story for today, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. Montenegro's long-serving president will face a political newcomer in a runoff election after failing to secure an outright victory in Sunday's presidential election. 
President Milo Dukanovic has been dominant in Montenegrin politics for more than 30 years, having served as Prime Minister from 1991 to 1998, 2003 to 2006, 2008 to 2010, and 2012 to 2016, as well as President from 1998 to 2003, as well as from 2018 to the present day. Projections say the 61-year-old president won around 35% of the vote on Sunday, while 37-year-old economist Jakov Milatovic won around 29%, meaning they will face each other in a runoff vote on April the 2nd. Montenegro has faced political turmoil and uncertainty in the last couple of years, with pro-European, pro-Serbian and pro-Russian blocs competing for influence. The presidency is a largely ceremonial position, but the vote is considered a key indicator of public sentiment ahead of parliamentary elections scheduled for June. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine, or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Just a week after agreeing to restore diplomatic relations, Iran's president, Ebrahim Raisi, has accepted an invitation to visit King Salman of Saudi Arabia, according to Iranian officials. The recent normalisation agreement between Iran and Saudi Arabia was brokered by China and took many people by surprise, as the hostility between the two countries had been a key dynamic in the Middle East in recent years. A senior Iranian official tweeted that President Raisi had accepted the invitation to Riyadh and stressed Iran's readiness to expand cooperation. Meanwhile, Iran has also signed a deal with Iraq, which officials say is aimed at tightening border security between the two countries. And Iran's foreign minister says steps are being taken towards normalising ties with Bahrain. For the first time in Australian history, an Australian SAS veteran has been charged with a war crime relating to the murder of a civilian in Afghanistan in 2012. Oliver Schultz, 41, was confirmed to be Soldier C in a 2020 documentary for ABC in Australia that exposed war crimes committed by members of the Australian military. Footage shows the soldier shooting an Afghan civilian in a wheat field in the Uruzgan province. He faces life in prison if found guilty. The investigation was conducted by the OSI, which was set up after a 2020 report found credible evidence of 39 unlawful killings during the war in Afghanistan, with 19 former special forces being identified as needing investigation for killings between 2009 and 2013. The arrest of Schultz is believed to be the first linked to the inquiry. The Australian Defence Force has previously blamed an out-of-control warrior culture within some units. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss the first woman who received stem cell treatment to cure her HIV. Known only as the New York patient, the woman received stem cell treatment five years ago and stopped taking antiretroviral therapy, which is the standard treatment for HIV, three years later. She has now been off medication for about two and a half years. Speaking about the case, Dr. Deborah Prasward, the Interim Director of Paediatric Infectious Diseases at John Hopkins University School of Medicine, said that I think we're reluctant to say at this point whether she's cured. Only a handful of people have ever been cured of HIV, so there's no official distinction between being cured and being in long-term remission. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to see our discussion of the latest Netflix controversy, then watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula.
That's the streaming service we're building with a bunch of our creator friends, many of whom you're likely to be already watching. That means that by signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. That's things like Real Life Law's incredible Modern Conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's Underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube. If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up and we'll see you on Nebula.